each person is going to have a different type of environment that they're going to thrive in. Doing a uh, yellow pages search—that's the uh, the old-fashioned way. You know, that's uh, that's how I did it uh, back in my day, once upon a time. The goal of all of these resources is to make life easier for the student. We know this is an anxiety-provoking process. Welcome back to the EM Stud Podcast. Nate Lewis here. I am with uh, two guys who I think you, you just have to listen to if you haven't heard of them already. Uh, Zach Giroux and Adam Kellogg. They're going to be here today talking about a specific product, Emra Match, uh, which is just this uh, phenomenal thing we'll get into in a second. But first, uh, let me introduce them. Zach, nice to have you on the show. It's a pleasure to be here. And Adam, same to you. Nate, thank you for having me back. Welcome back to the show. So let me ask you guys first, Zach, you are a newcomer to the podcast. Can you give our listeners just a, a brief introduction, who you are, where you came from, what you're doing now, that sort of thing? Absolutely. I am currently the EMRA president-elect, and I am a third-year resident at uh, Denver Health Medical Center. I uh, was born in Michigan, did my undergrad in medical school at uh, Michigan State, and I've been involved with EMRA since I was a second-year medical student, uh, which has gotten me very involved in the application process and continuing to mentor future residents. Great. And uh, Adam, I know you've worked closely with the CORD uh, Student Advising Task Force I uh, understand you're still with that. Yeah, I am. Uh, I'm a past chair of the uh, Student Advising Task Force that's existed for about five years now, bringing in all the same stakeholders we're talking about, uh, EMRA, CDEM, the clerkship directors, uh, members of you know all the different organizations, members from AAM, RSA, sort of bringing everybody together to try and create resources to help both sides of this. Good advising resources for the students, as well as resources to help keep the advisors up to date, because it is an ever-changing sort of landscape, and it's hard to stay on top of everything. Um, and in doing that, sort of the, the big deliverables, in addition to things like Emmer Match, as well as helping create the Emmer Hangouts, which is this great series of interactive video uh, videotaped lectures that are available on the web that are that Ember's putting together, which are great. There's also a whole bunch of deliverables there. There's this comprehensive applying guide we put out about a year ago. It's easy to find through the CDEM site, the CDEM curriculum site. It's easy to find through the CORD EM blog, um, any of those places. But the supplying guide and the uh, frequently asked questions companion piece pretty much covers from start to finish everything a student needs to know to navigate this process. In creating those, what we found was that while they addressed really well the average student coming from sort of relatively typical circumstances, they didn't address a lot of people who are in a more unique situation. So this year, what we've been working on and we'll be rolling out soon, we've been kind of piloting them on that CORD EM blog, but we'll be rolling out sort of the finished versions of them, all of which get sort of reviewed by the stakeholder organizations to make sure that they're comfortable with the message in them. We're going to have specific ones for all kinds of special populations. Couples match, the osteopathic applicant, the international medical graduate, people in the military match, and then any folks who uh, we call like the at-risk applicant pool, which are folks who've identified they have red or even yellow flags in their application, and how to deal with that and you know, specific advice to that circumstance. And then in addition as well to the reapplicant, the person who it didn't go so well the first time around and how to figure out how to troubleshoot that and figure out what to do to be successful a second time through and match in EM next time. Things like Emra Match was particularly a project that I really wanted to make sure 
that that kept going and that really sort of was, became you know the got the full support from Core that it needed and became the great product that really Zach masterminded the creation of. Well, great. Thank you guys again for being on. This is this is incredible. So let me um, sort of frame this in in a certain way. I think our medical students right now, especially the ones who are getting ready to enter the 2018 match, you know, they're they're very much thinking about applying to away rotations and doing well on EM rotations, working on their personal statement, their CVs, etc. They may or may not yet have really thought about where they're going to apply. And I don't know, Adam, I'll start with you, if there's any sort of just general strategies or general advice you would give a student who's just thinking, well, how do I even know which programs I would want to apply to? What, what, where do I start? Um, I mean, the first place I usually tell people to start, because for some people it's really easy, is to go geographically. You may have a significant other, you may have family, you may have ties to a particular area, you have sports rooting interest, whatever it may be that you say, I can only be so far, like I can't be more than three hours from Fenway Park. That was an absolute rule for me. And so I had it really limited the number of residency programs I could apply to, so it made the list a lot easier. But if you've got something geographically, that can make it a lot easier. If you know you need to be on the East Coast, or you know that for family you need to be on the West Coast, or you need to be in Michigan or in that vicinity, that can help you narrow the list down because there's more than 200 programs at this point. Um, and so it can be kind of daunting to when you first start to look at it. But geography is usually the first place I have people start and then start thinking about what types of training that they're going to want to go through, what kind of, you know, what kind of programs, what characteristics they're going to want out of a program, what populations do they like to work with. Should it be more of a county-type program or do they want to be at a, uh, at a university affiliate where there's going to be kind of more subspecialty they're going to be more uh, kind of academic things going on, maybe more research going on, or more to community center where it's going to be a little bit closer to the way that most of us end up practicing in our career. And then, you know, the reality is that every program falls on that spectrum somewhere, but it's never as simple as lumping into kind of one category. There are always sort of components of it, and each program will find ways to get you different exposure. You may work most of your shifts at a downtown county hospital that sees a very underprivileged population, but then also do a little bit of time out at a luxurious private hospital somewhere to get that exposure and to sort of see the other other ways that emergency medicine are practiced. But starting to figure out what kinds of things like that appeal to you, because that can help you narrow down places that you may want to go looking for rotations. Similarly, if there's a, a particular interest, like if you're really into ultrasound, then picking a program that has an ultrasound training program. If you're really into sports medicine, or really into toxicology, then doing residency, you're going to more likely be, if they've got a fellowship in that specialty, they're much more likely to be that there's going to be a, uh, a lot of teaching going on. There's probably going to be a rotation that's part of residency because, you know, when you're making a residency program, you use the resources you have around. If you've got a wonderful group of toxicologists in a poison center, you better believe that they're going to have you rotating there and spending time there and kind of making use of those resources. Say, for example, I'm a, I'm a medical student applying to EM this coming year, and uh, I really want to do the specialty. I really want to stay in, say, the Northeast, but I don't really uh, have a sense of, you know, what's out there. I mean, do I just open up the yellow pages and start looking for EM? Do I do, I do a Google search? I mean, how do I actually know who's out there? I mean, that's the, you know, doing a uh, yellow pages search. That's the, the, uh, the old-fashioned way. You know, that's, uh, that's how I did it uh, back in my day once upon a time. Um, there have been some databases, as in the actual way it's often done, even uh, when I was doing this, um, there was a database that was put together 
Um, a lot of them have become sort of outdated. They can be hard to navigate. And it's actually what the, the EMRA match that we had been talking about uh, a little earlier, it's exactly what a sort of the niche it was meant to fill was for there to be a really good uh, resource for students that was balanced, that had their interests and sort of what they were looking for uh, at hand. And so Ember Match is probably the place that that's where I send all students. It's what I tell other people who advise, uh, who advise any sort of anybody's considering emergency medicine, that that's the place to start to try and sort this out and figure it out. Sure, sure. And and I guess I was being a little bit silly. I mean, obviously, when you open up your ARIS application, there will be lists of available programs. Uh, so you don't technically have to use the yellow. I don't know. Does anybody use the yellow pages anymore? They drop it off on my porch every once in a while. Right. Instantly gets recycled. <laughs> so you are using it for something. That's good. Um, but but I think uh, generally just the, um, the, the amount of information that you could get at a centralized location, I think, was lacking, right? And so that sort of brings us to you, Zach. You, uh, you developed this tool called Ember Match. So tell me a little bit about this. Where did that idea come from? So Ember Match as a, a concept has actually been around for a while. So what Adam and I have been working on is this fourth version of Ember Match. And we kind of look back at what some of the limitations were of previous databases in terms of keeping, keeping them accurate and up to date, making sure that they're filterable, making sure that they contain the information that students actually want and is going to help drive their decision making about which programs to apply to and maybe even influence their decisions about how they want to rank those programs or accept interview uh, invitations to those programs. So really all of this started about, I think, two years ago or so in response to a commercially produced emergency medicine residency database that uh, more emphasized the reputation of the program, which I think gives students a sort of false idea of what they should be looking for because I think there is a program that's going to be best for you, but each person is going to have a different type of environment that they're going to thrive in. So we really wanted to make Ember Match filterable by what the students wanted and really emphasize a fit uh, rather than some sort of overall ranking strategy. Great. And so uh, while we're talking about this, uh, for those of you listening in, if you want to actually visit the site and look at what we're talking about, you can just uh, Google Emra Match. Uh, that's probably the easiest way to get to it. Um, and then you can pull it up. It, it looks beautiful. I mean, it's it's got a map. It's got a whole bunch of filters. I mean, this, is, this looks like it really took a lot of time and energy to, to put together. Uh, well, it's because the students are, are worth it, and I think that it's the obligation of advisors in the field to give students the, the information that's going to help them succeed. So all of this, first, I guess we decided we've got to give them something, and we asked the students what they wanted. So uh, within EMRA's Medical Student Council, there was a brainstorming session about all of the potential uh, fields and filters that they might like to know about programs. This doesn't have to be a replication of the program's entire website on Ember Match, but uh, just some key things that they could use to differentiate programs. After that brainstorming session, we had the students rank all of those in terms of what's going to be most feasible to them. And finally, we approached uh, CORD, uh, the Council of Emergency Medicine Residency Directors, to see which of those data points that students want will the program share. And for the most part, everything that the students wanted um, has been made available to them. So like Adam was saying, um, in terms of 
finding that program that's best for you. Ember Match will let you filter by three-year, four-year, AOA versus ACGME accreditation. You can look for combined programs. You can look for programs that let you moonlight. You can look for programs that have a lot of elective time if you want to spend time doing international rotations or being involved in organized medicine or doing research or other sorts of activities. Uh, if you want really strong critical care training, you can filter by which programs uh, give the most amount of time uh, on those types of rotations. So, um, and, and it's continuing to evolve. So as we find new needs that students want, uh, we'll continue to evolve the product. Uh, you even have in here shifts per month. Um, so if you, if you want to work 21 or more shifts per month, you can single out those programs uh, specifically. That's amazing. Let me ask you this also. I see on here we have uh, 234 results. That's before applying any filters. Uh, now, are all of those uh, EM programs, or are you including additional you know, combined programs too? So that is every program in the database, and then you can also filter by programs that are EM internal medicine, EM pediatrics, EM family medicine, and even the one EM anesthesia combined program, you can now uh, easily filter which that is. Also for people who are still looking to do the osteopathic match before everyone is eventually transitioned over through the single accreditation system, you can find which programs are AOA certified. And if you're a military student, you can find which programs are uh, for those folks as well. So are, is this um, truly representative of all the programs out there? So this has been cross-referenced with the ACGME list. We're constantly combing through all of the directories that we can find available that is awesome. uh, to make sure that it's, it's always up to date. That is, that is awesome. So a, a comprehensive list, searchable, filterable. What if uh, students want to get more information? Are there, is there easy ways to get in touch with the programs through the site directly? So every program, as soon as you click on the uh, either sort of pin on the map or you can look in list view, you can get uh, a one-click link to their website, to Twitter if they've got one, Facebook if they've got one, uh, the expanded information pane. Um, if you are a faculty member at a program or someone who just interviewed at a program or a resident there and you see that there's something inaccurate with the data set, uh, you can also easily update it so it's crowdsourced because we really want this to be a living, breathing, most accurate database possible. Um, and then one of the other cool features that we have is uh, students are able to create lists of their favorite programs. So in the first uh, three months of, of having this available, about 45,000 searches were performed, uh, 600-something students logged into an EMRA account that they created with us, and were able to create those lists of favorites. And you can also save notes about each program if you've got different questions, um, or if you want to save particular attributes that you really like about the program, you can do that too. So, so you can really log in and uh, make a few decisions to save all of that information, come back later uh, without having to start all over. Yeah. it's. Uh, it's a, it's a publicly available resource um, in general, but there is some additional functionality that you can access if you sign up to be an Ember member, which I encourage everybody to do. For $55 a year, you get an awesome <laughs> kit, and you can customize your Ember match. That is awesome. So where are you going with this? What's, uh, what's next? Obviously, this looks like an incredible tool. Are there any uh, plans to expand it to, uh, to other, other avenues, other things? So um, that's a great question. I think that... 
as we get more and more feedback from students using all the new filters, there's obviously new filters that we've come up with that uh, students might want to know, like a, um, a description of the program that's sort of what makes that program unique, um, potentially including information about how many slows do I need to have by what time so that students can prepare themselves for success there. Outside of the residency match, uh, some of the things that we're actively working on is a very similar system for clerkships. So students will be able to log in, see all the different clerkships that exist in the country. They'll be able to find out if they're on VSAS or not. If they are on VSAS, when does it open? How can I get in touch with whoever's running it? Um, who will write my slow? Uh, is there parking, housing, all these different uh, fields that are going to help students um, make the best choice for their, their clerkship. And then outside of information for sort of adult emergency medicine, career track clerkships, we're also going to have information about different subspecialty opportunities, whether you've got EMS, PEDS, TOCS, ultrasound, and even programs that offer diversity externship scholarships. What makes it unique from the other databases that are out there is that this is the one that this, you know, it's, bit, it's populated with information requested by the students and provided by the program directors, not a for-profit commercially available database, not full of all the information that uh, the you know, NRMP thinks should be in there and sort of comprehensive and drown you in data. It's the things that students really prioritize. And then with asking to the program directors, and that was sort of the big ask to them, was will you share this information with us? Will you sort of put it out there to improve the transparency in this process? And the program directors for EM are, as a group, very much invested in increasing transparency, making this whole process so much less complicated than it is right now. So to me, what makes EMRA Match unique is that the really collaborative nature between EMRA, CORD, CDEM, ASEP, and all the, the stakeholders coming together where the students are saying, we want a better way to find our residency program. We don't use the yellow pages and the program directors immediately responding and making the process as transparent as possible and easy for students to navigate. And I think ultimately the, the goal of all of these resources is to make life easier for the student. We know this is an anxiety provoking process we know there's a lot to know about this advising process and there's a lot of programs that you could potentially go to and through these collaborations we want to make uh, the process for students to be able to apply smarter and not harder so rather than having to apply to every program in the country um, which there's a, a huge over application problem right now we want to give students access to transparent data where they can sort of figure out where they might fit ahead of time and focus their efforts on those programs rather than spending all of their money applying to every program in the country. All right, well, thanks again to uh, Zach Drew and Adam Kellogg. Thank you guys both so much for coming on the, the podcast. Again, that is the EMRA Match, really just a beautiful website, one-stop shopping for all of the information you need, at least to get uh, your journey started. Thank you so much, Nate. We really appreciate you having us on.